Hey everyone, it's Zach Womble back with the Sumner County Sports Show, powered by Brewster's Real Ice Cream. You see them right there. We've got a lot to get into today, but before we jump into everything, we got to start off by talking about that sweet, sweet treat here on the Sumner County Sports Show. We're all about local. That's what powers the Gallatin News, the Hendersonville Standard, and the Portland Sun, which of course fuels this show. And we wanted to pair with a business that cares about our community, and we feel we have done that with Brewster's Real Ice Cream of Hendersonville. It's not only a scoop above the above the rest, but it is a brand that continues to set the high standards. And Sumner County needed an ice cream shop that could do just that. Brewster's Real Ice Cream features fresh, homemade, made daily right in their store, located in the Lowe's parking lot at 350 East Main Street, next to Zaxby's in Hendersonville. You can stop by for that delicious treat. They're not, they're not open just yet. You've got to wait a couple, uh, I don't want to say a couple more days, a couple more weeks. I don't want to put a timeline on it, but I know they're gearing up, ready to open. So soon enough, you can get that sweet treat, but we wanted to get the word out to you now that Hendersonville and Sumner County has fresh homemade ice cream coming in at 350 East Main Street. Okay, Justin, let's fix it right here on me in this beautiful studio in Nashville, Tennessee, just after 1230 here on the Sumner County Sports Show. Again, powered by Brewster's Real Ice Cream, where it is fresh and never frozen. Justin, you know what the worst thing about ice cream is? Oh, <laughs> my bad. Justin does that. I, I just noticed that. Uh, the worst thing about ice cream is is getting that 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 layer of ice on top of the ice cream. But at Brewster's Real Ice Cream, you never have to worry about that because their ice cream never touches the deep freezer. So now that we've got that out of the way, we can jump into today's show, and we've got a lot to talk about. Of course, we've got high school football playoffs starting this Friday night, but we've also got to recap the girls' state soccer championships as well as preview the upcoming cross-country championships. And jumping immediately into things, that we're going to talk about cross-country first. It begins, of course, on Thursday, November 3rd. Every single race held at Sanders Ferry Park in Hendersonville. If you haven't been to Sanders Ferry Park, it is a beautiful place. It's a 70-acre lakeside park, of course, operated by the city of Hendersonville, surrounded by Old Hickory Lake. Uh, Andy Gilly and the entire Hendersonville Parks Department does a wonderful job uh, upkeeping Sanders, uh, Sanders Ferry Park, as well as all the other parks uh, in Hendersonville, and it's a big reason why the TWSAA has decided to, you know, keep coming back to Sanders Ferry Park. Of course, for the long time, the championships were held at Percy Warner, but uh, when COVID happened, they relocated to uh, Hendersonville, and they haven't left since. So um, it's a beautiful location. So if you've got teams, if you've got uh, daughters, sons racing this Thursday, Friday in the cross country championships. Come on out. It's a beautiful place to uh, to come out. They've also got an 18-hole disc, uh, disc golf course as well uh, to, to peruse whenever you like. So just a really good place. But, you know, there's going to be over 50 teams from the Middle Tennessee area uh, at these at these cross-country championships. And, of course, we'll have coverage of them all on MainStreetPreps.com on Thursday, starting with Division II AA girls at 10 o'clock, followed by – the Division II AA boys at 10.50, and then there's a little lunch break after that. And then you've got starting at 1.50, followed at 2.40, you've got the Class A AA girls and boys. And, of course, they'll have uh, award ceremonies after each race. So uh, it's going to be a fun day Thursday. And then coming back on Friday, it again starts at 10 a.m., followed by 10.50 with the D1A AA girls and boys, followed by, of course, the lunch break, and then capping it off that night with the AAA 
girls and boys starting at 150 and 240. So admission is $12 a day through GoFan and $15 in person. The gates open at 8 a.m. each day. So make sure you're coming out to support our cross our cross country athletes, not only in Sumner County, but in Middle Tennessee as well. And again, we'll have all that coverage on MainStreetPreps.com. Moving on to girls soccer, wanted to hit on that. Uh, we hit on it last week, kind of when they were kicking off the state uh, championships. Of course, they've since concluded, and we know how our Sumner County teams fared. Merrill Hyde, of course, winning the Class A state championship for the second year in a row. Congratulations to Jason Bentley, his entire Lady Hawk program, on doing that. You know, I was able to catch up with Jason after their sectional game win. Uh, over community, uh, a win that was 9 nothing, never close. And, you know, I highlighted just how far that program has come from playing at Drake's Creek Park to playing Moss Wright Park, an abandoned parking lot prior to uh, their on-campus school facility being built or their on-campus um, soccer facility being built in 2014. Of course, talking about Jim Carfield right in front of Merrill High School. Um, but, you know, they went from there to – winning back-to-back class a titles you know and and it wasn't it, it wasn't an overnight success type of thing i mean they had to take their lumps they there were years where they lost in the sectional round and, and just shy just continuing to knock down that door they finally broke through in 2017 uh and had been to uh the state the state tournament ever since and so winning of course the last two titles they de- defeated Alcoa last year. I believe it was 2-0 in, in 2021. They get Alcoa in the first round of this year's tournament. They defeat them 1-0 and then continue to just roll through, steam through uh, the rest of the competition. Of course, capped off by a 4-0 win over Cumberland Gap in the Class A finals, led by freshman Ray H- Reagan Hudson's two goals. You can check out Tyler Palmatier's story on MainStreetPreps.com. It's also featured in the Gallatin News and Hendersonville Standard that hits racks this Thursday. So make sure you're picking that up. Congratulations to Merrill Hyde. And then, of course, Station Camp in Gallatin. Station Camp girls breaking through for the first time as a Class 3A program into uh, the semifinals where they, of course, eventually fell short to the Class 3A champion Bearden Lady Bulldogs. But Bearden, (laughs) I mean, the number one team in not only the state of Tennessee, but the entire country as they capture another Class 3A state title. I believe it was their second in a row. So congratulations to Bearden. Congratulations to Station Camp on reaching the semifinals in Class 3A. Again, breaking through to the state tournament for the first time since 2008 as a Class A AA program. And then, of course, Gallatin, breaking through for the first time in school history uh, into the state tournament. They, of course, dropped a heartbreaker to Siegel 2-1, to one, Siegel scoring in the final minutes uh, after Gallatin had taken a one nothing lead. You know, texted Greg Harper after the match, and he just said just couldn't finish. And and sometimes soccer is, is a cruel game like that. But uh, nevertheless, congratulations to Gallatin High School Lady Wave on, on setting a new standard for, uh, for their soccer program. And, and honestly, you know, I was speaking with a co-worker about this, Blaine Keller, and – the state of soccer in Sumner County is is insane. I mean, if, if you really sit back and think about it, going into next year, you've got Merrill Hyde, who, who will be going for a three-peat. Liberty Creek girls, who, who made it to the region tournament in Class AA this year, they're dropping down to single A. So you would think a good chance to, to get to the state tournament. You've got Station Camp dropping down to AA. That, that seems like an all-but-guarantee uh, after going through AAA's uh, gauntlet this many years. And then – Gallatin and Hendersonville. That that's five teams right there. Um, 
that can make it a run in 3A, and then you can't forget about Pope Prep in Division II AA. I mean, anytime you've got a girl like Katie Shea Collins on your team, a South Carolina commit, you've got a chance. They had a chance this year. Unfortunately, fell on the road at Baylor 2-1 to one in a hard-fought game. So uh, the state of soccer in Sumner County is in a really good spot right now. And um, so congratulations to those, those three teams. But the success here in Sumner County on the girls' side is not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Um, whether in private school, public school, 3A to single A, uh, Division II, double A. I mean, it's just a really good place if if you're looking for girls soccer. If you got a daughter out there and you're looking for to send her to a school district uh, or a county that has really good soccer, I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better place than Sumner County. And so, you know, they've got really good school system on top of that. Their public schools are great. Not to mention they've got uh, one of the best – magnet schools in all of the country in Merrill Hyde. They've got a really great private private school in Pope Prep. So really can't go wrong if you've got a girl that is looking to play soccer at the high school level level here in Sumner County. So uh, and then the last thing, and I'm going to spend a majority of today's show talking about the football playoffs. But before we jump into, you know, the meat and potatoes, if you will, just wanted to hit on last week's scoreboard to get into the playoffs beach defeated Rossview 37 to 7 on senior night. They they kept off a 9 and 1 season perfect in the region uh, region championship. Clarksville defeated Gallatin 28 to 7, uh sending Gallatin uh as the 4 seed on the road to Cane Ridge. Uh West Creek upset Hendersonville which was uh just as I said upset. But then again, is it really an upset? You know, you could reference Anthony Crabtree's uh quote with me after their win over summit that West Creek was a much different football team than years past. And they quote would beat somebody this year. And they in fact did do that in their last game of the season, defeating uh, Hendersonville 30 to 21 uh, on their senior night. Chattanooga central defeated Liberty Creek 37 to 13 Henry County all over Portland, 47 to nothing. Um, McCauley defeated Pope prep 47 to 21 station camp closed out the season with a 38, nothing win over Hunter's lane, Westmoreland all over Harpeth to get the region two seed 49 to 14 and white house took the, um, I believe they call it the, the rotary cup over white house heritage 30 to nothing. Sumner County ties not only with white house, but also former Gallatin defensive coordinator, Chad Broderick with white house heritage. Uh, we're going to take our first break, but when we do, we're going to come back. We're going to, like I said, we're going to dive into all things uh, football playoffs here in Sumner County. Uh, so don't go anywhere. But before we do that, Justin, got to do a little ad read. We are so grateful for Brewster's Real Ice Cream. Brewster's Real Ice Cream feature, features fresh homemade ice cream made daily right in the store. Located in the Lowe's parking lot next to Zaxby's at 350 Main Street in Hendersonville. You can stop by for a delicious treat today. Listen, they have over 150 different flavor, flavors that are rotated daily. They offer a full line of vegan ice cream that is made with oat milk, 14 flavors, no sugar added with fat-free options as well they have italian ices sherbets and fresh fruit sherbets as well i gotta i gotta say it sherbets it's not sherbets it's sherbets there's something for everyone so enjoy a delicious treat today with a fresh baked waffle cone as well again located at 350 east main street in the lowe's parking lot next to zaxby's in hendersonville and tell you tell them we sent you I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. 
It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. It was just a few cocktails at happy hour. You're <laughs> <laughs> really good try. There aren't any cops around. I didn't think there were any cops around. I drink and drive all the time. Sir. Sir, you've been in a serious crash. I'm gonna hang on, okay? We are back talking, of course, about Brewster's Real Ice Cream features fresh homemade ice cream made daily right in the store located in the Lowe's parking lot at 350 East Main Street next to Zaxby's. Stop by for a delicious treat. We've got a date open now, December 1st at 350 East Main Street in Hendersonville. They will be open to take your orders. I know they just got their transformers in. They're getting their parking lot paved so soon enough we'll be able to head over to brewster's real ice cream at 350 east main street justin not only they are scoop above the rest they are a brand that continues to set the high standards and here with the company that publishes the hendersonville standard we're all about the high standards yeah. <laughs> as i said before the break we were gonna dive all the way into uh sumner county playoffs this week listen Pretty much every team made the playoffs here in Sumner County, except for Station Camp and Liberty Creek. Station Camp, of course, closed out their season last week with a 38 nothing win over um, – who did I – golly, I can't believe I said I – I just drew a blank on who they beat. But Station Camp beat Hunters Lane 38 nothing. Uh, we'll, we'll mention Station Camp a little bit later in the show with our player of the week. Uh, so if you're a fan of the Bison, make sure you're staying tuned for that. So uh, – where I was wrong last week on, on my pick. So I was wrong with Hendersonville West Creek. I thought Hendersonville would win. I thought maybe Gallatin would win, uh, but they didn't. And so um, that's where I was. That's where I was wrong. I went eight, eight and one. Uh, my 2022 record so far, 59 and 20. Uh, so would like to hopefully, you know, get over 70 by the time this, this thing's over. But that means I need teams to keep playing, Justin. I need I need our teams to keep playing. And so hopefully that's exactly uh, what they are going to do, despite what I say uh, in the pick em that that Justin is showing you, despite what I say. Uh, I'm just picking for a record here. But listen, I'm going to tell you right now, if you if you if I pick your team to lose and you go out and win, I, I'm not going to be mad. That's more teams moving on for me to talk about next week and more teams, more opportunities to get to Chattanooga for a state championship. And who doesn't want the gold football to come back here to Sumner County, whoever it is, whether it's Pope Prep in private school or whoever in public school, bring it on home. I, I'd like to see a Sumner County team win the gold football. So diving into our road to Chattanooga, week 12, Sumner County Pick'em. Uh, first off, shout out to Jim Mora for giving us one of the greatest sound bites of all time in November uh, of 2000 or 2001. We can't, of course, play it because I'm not trying to get sued for copyright infringement. But when he's like, playoffs? You want to talk about playoffs? That's exactly where we are. We are talking about the playoffs. They These teams have won a game, unlike those Colts who did not win the game. Um, 
Let's talk about Beach and McGavick. Beach, the number six team in our Main Street Preps top 25 this week, nine and one on the season, hosting McGavick, seven and three. Listen, McGavick, the Raiders led, of course, by Demetrius uh, Bell. He was initially committed to Michigan State. I, I, I looked on his 247 profile. They say that he may be warm towards Kentucky. Who knows what's going to happen uh, with him? I think that's maybe where he's going. So they're usually correct. Three-star wide receiver. They've had a really good season this year. You know, highlighted, I think, by their week one win at Clarksville. I mean, look at how well Clarksville closed out the season. They're the number two seed in their region this year. And for McGavick to go on the road and uh, and to beat Clarksville the way that they did, I think that's one of the most impressive wins they have on their resume this year. Um but listen, this beach team, I've been high on them all summer long. I knew, always knew they had the defense. They had the skill guys to get it done. When I talked to Anthony Crabtree in the offseason, we wondered about their offensive line, and, and they have completely answered the call this season long. Big reason why they're 9-1 on the year. Darius Johnson looking like a college running back in the backfield. Uh, so this team, I think, starting to hit on all cylinders at the right time. And uh, it's a game that I expect Beach to win. And to be honest with you, Beach – they are the team, if anyone, I think, if anyone is going to make a run in, in these playoffs this year, I think it is going to be Beach. Um, if you just look at who they have to play. So in their quadrant or in their region, they're already with Gallatin and Hendersonville, two teams that, you know, they played in the regular season. And so you're obviously matching up with that that Davidson County region of Cane Ridge, John Overton, um, who else? Smyrna and uh, I'm drawing a blank on, on the fourth team. I can't, can't believe I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the fourth team. But either way, I think of those teams, I think Beach and Cane Ridge are most likely to meet in the quarterfinals. And listen, Cane Ridge is a really good football team. They're 9-1 this year. Uh, Siobhan Abadala, their quarterback, kicker, receiver, running back, he he got uh, he was awarded Super Bowl tickets at the last Titans home game by Roger Goodell, Justin. If you remember that, I know you're a season ticket holder, so I know you were there. You saw that. Uh, that's really cool. Uh, they've also got Mose Phillips the third, the son of a former great University of Tennessee football player. So Kane Ridge has some really good pieces this year uh, to make a run at it. And if they do indeed play play Beach in the quarterfinals, I think that could be a really good football game. Um, but again, you know, depend even even on the road. I think Beach stands a really good chance. But if it's at home, I think they stand a great chance uh, to get to the semifinals. And if they do, listen, you've got to deal with maybe a Ravenwood, a Germantown, Carville, Brentwood, Centennial, Bartlett. Um, so those are the semifinals. And, of course, in the in the championship, you, you start with Oakland and you probably end with Oakland. But Lebanon is a really good team. I know Maryville is 7-3 and three on the season, three losses. You're like, when's the last time that happened? I still don't think you can count out their championship pedigree. So uh, Beach, a really, really good chance to get to Chattanooga this year. Uh, Going to be tough to win a gold football, I'll be honest with you, because Oakland is still out there. But I tell you what, their path to Chattanooga, I really like it, especially to the quarterfinals. If they can get past Cane Ridge, uh, I think they stand a good chance in the semifinals. So uh, Beach, a really good opportunity, in my opinion, to not only win this week, but to win moving forward. Moving on down the down the list, you've got Gallatin on the road at Cane Ridge. Listen, I just talked about Cane Ridge. So everything that I just said about them is still relevant. The thing the, the thing about this game that that I wonder, um, Cane Ridge is is I think used to playing teams that that like to use space uh, to get out and make plays. They they like to use the perimeter and and Gallatin, not that they don't like to use space, 
they don't really like to use space because a lot of their offense is 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 run the gaps, run the middle gaps, whether it's with Zakai and Brinkley or Jaheim Merriweather. They they like to hit that ABC gap. And so maybe Kane Ridge defensively, they're just not used to seeing a power team like Gallatin. So maybe maybe they're susceptible up the middle. And if Gallatin can gash them and, and hold on to that football, then obviously that bodes well for them. And and, and that's why I think in my pick'em, I chose it 17-10 Kane Ridge because I do think Kane Ridge gets the win, but there is a path for Gallatin to win this football game. And uh, while I don't think they do, I think there is a path to win it. So we'll see what happens there. And if they upset Kane Ridge, then yeah, give me Gallatin to absolutely get to the semi. Or give me Beach to absolutely get to the semifinals because you know Beach has played Gallatin Hendersonville this year once already, and it's probably going to go much like it did the first time. Moving on down the list to Hendersonville at Smyrna. Smyrna trying to get a home playoff victory. Uh, for the first time in a long time, they had that chance last year against Gallatin. They lost that game. So shout out to the Greenway for breaking that streak. Chad Watson for breaking that streak for Gallatin last year in the playoffs. Uh, this year they get a different Hendersonville team. And, and it's it's been a tough year for Hendersonville this year. Um, clearly, they're four and six. Uh, they lost to West Creek last year. So I'm not really sure what's going on with Hendersonville. But Stephen Mack, the running back, probably their best player. Uh, if Mason Baker can make some plays, you just never know what can happen. But. Hendersonville, led by Arian Carter, one of the fastest, hottest-growing names on the recruiting trail. I think they get the win, and they win 35-17 over the Commandos. Moving on to private school, we've got Pope Prep hosting Briarcrest. This will likely be Pope Prep's final home game of the season because even if they win, they would have to go on the road next week to play Brentwood Academy. They again play Briarcrest out of the West region, who is 5-5 five and five on the season. Listen, we had Brian Sneed on a couple weeks ago. He told us on the show that Kenny Minchie would play again this year. You know, so things may have changed since that interview. You, we would think maybe we would have saw him last week against McCauley. We did not. We saw Chet Lax. Uh, do we see him this week against Briarcrest? I mean, if, you, if we're going to see him this year, you would think it's going to be this week. If we don't, and they're counting on Chet Lax to get the win against the Saints, it's possible. He's been really good for them under center. He's kind of kept them afloat. Uh, but they would definitely need him against Brentwood Academy. So anxious to see what plays out. I think Pope Prep gets the win because I think they have enough offensively, like I said, led by Chet Lax, Josh Maylander, Elijah Robb, and, of course, Colin Cook. Defensively, they can make plays. Chris Boyd, Ainsley Ware. Um, I think they get past Briarcrest this week, but when they play Brentwood Academy next week, if they don't have Kenny Minchie, I'm sorry, I don't think they stand much of a chance. Moving down the list to Portland and Southwind. Portland, what a tough final three weeks of the season for them. I mean, it started off so good, but then they dropped to uh, Station Camp, uh, Springfield, and then Henry County. Henry County Station Camp combined 87 to nothing. So uh, 40 to nothing, then 47 to nothing in back-to-back weeks. You wonder where they're at mentally. Although I'll say this, they went on the road last year after the same result because Portland, same schedule as last year, except for uh, it was flip-flop. They had Springfield at home, went on the road to Henry County. Kind of the same results last year, but they gave Munford everything that they could handle in that round one game in 2021. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to have Jalen Perot back, who has missed a majority of the season with an injury. Um, but but still, you you wonder where they're at mentally, where you know how they're going to fare on the on the road at Southwind. Listen, they're eight and two on the season, and so I'm rolling with the home team, and and, and it's a game that I really don't know much about, and so. In those games, I flip a quarter, and, and it usually ends on the home team. And so Southwind, I think, gets a two-touchdown win, 28-14 to 14 over Portland. Moving down the list, we've got Westmoreland and Meigs County. Westmoreland, 6-4 and four on the season, a really good year for the first time since 2014, hosting a home playoff game. And they get a tradition-rich program in Meigs County, who is 7-3. And, and so it's a tough draw. 
but that entire two uh, a quadrant is is difficult. Um, and so um, I think Westmoreland, I think their their good season comes to an end tonight or this Friday night against Meigs County. I've got Meigs County winning twenty four to fourteen, but nevertheless, a really good season for uh, Westmoreland. And then moving on to our final game, uh, this is a, a game that's going to be played on Thursday night. It's Liberty Creek versus Ezell Harding. Liberty Creek getting a 10th and final game of the season. First-year program, of course, allowed not, not allowed in the playoffs. Uh, going to have senior night, going to play Ezell Harding. And, and listen, a chance to uh, to just cap off what they've built, what, co- what Coach Bill Alexander has built. And as I said in my pick no better coach, I think, to build a level of the foundation of, you know, hard work, integrity, leadership. I think everything that's, that's what Bill Alexander is. And so they're, they're able to cap this off this 30, this Thursday night. I think they do that uh, with a victory over Ezel Harding. I've got something like 42, seven, but regardless of the score, I think they're able to, to honor their seniors in a big way. Okay, Justin, let it, let us take our second break. Uh, But when we come back, we're going to hit our player of the week and more, but before we take our break, let's talk about, you, you guessed it, Brewster's Real Ice Cream. You can see right there, you're, you can go ahead and order online. Um, the tentative date, as I said, opening up December 1st, Brewster's Real Ice Cream is not only a scoop above the rest, but it is a brand that continues to set high standards. And Sumner County needed an ice cream shop that they could count on, and that is going to be Brewster's Real Ice Cream that features fresh homemade or fresh ice cream made daily right in the store, located in the Lowe's parking lot off East Main Street next to Zaxby's in Hendersonville. You can stop by for a delicious treat today and tell them that we sent you. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. Good try. There aren't any cops around. I didn't think there were any cops around. I drink and drive all the time. Sir. Sir, you've been in a serious crash. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Sumner County Sports Show powered by Brewster's Real Ice Cream featuring fresh homemade ice cream made right in the store. Offering 150 different flavors rotated daily. They offer a full line of vegan ice cream made with oat milk and no sugar added fat free options. They also offer Italian ices, sherbets and fresh fruit sherbets. There is something for everyone. Enjoy your delicious treat with a fresh baked Waffle Cone, located in the Lowe's parking lot, 350 East Main Street, next to Zaxby's in Hendersonville. A scoop above the rest, a brand that continues to set high standards. Tell them we sent you Brewster's Real Ice Cream. 
All right, Justin, let's close out today's show the only way we know how by handing out our player of the week. And our player of the week this week goes to Station Camp senior Blake Lancaster. Listen, he finished out the season and his career at Station Camp with a 38-0 win over Hunter's Lane. He went four of seven passing for 155 yards and two touchdowns. You can also vote for Blake in our Main Street Preps player of the week through this evening on MainStreetPreps.com. So shout out to Blake Lancaster, Station Camp High School, for getting a win on senior night. And I'll tell you what, Justin, I know Station Camp did not qualify for the playoffs, but what they have done in two years under Brent Alexander, I guess three years because he came in in 2020, but I don't really count 2020 as a, as a, as a real year for him. I mean, it was literally his, his first year, uh, pandemic year, not able to have summer practices. We had a week notice before we could play a season. So I don't really count that year. And what he was able to do led them, I believe, to seven and three or eight and two in his first year, and or eight and three in his first year with the, the playoff loss, and then this year as well. So um, what they've been able to accomplish with the senior class led by Blake Lancaster has been nothing short of amazing. So congratulations to him for being our Sumner County Show Player of the Week this week. All right, Justin, we got to close up today's show, but we are going to close it out the only way we know how. And that's, of course, again, telling you about Brewster's Real Ice Cream. We're going to do it early and often every week now. We are so grateful to Brewster's for their partnership with us here in Sumner County. And I know I am super excited to get out whenever it opens at 350 East Main Street. You see the QR code there, so make sure you're getting ready to come out to Brewster's Real Ice Cream. You see me, you'll see Nicole, the store owner, and we'll have a great time. We'll eat some good ice cream and we'll talk shop. So don't go anywhere. We'll see you next week. This is the Sumner County Sports Show with Zach Womble and Justin Coolidge.